0: These are really good clinks.
1: I, know. I mean, I have to stick with these cups from now on. I like it. I mean, I'm using my favorite mug of yours anyway, <laughs> so.
2: Yeah, I switched mine up. I got, went and saw, well, because we're recording this right after Christmas. Yes, it is New
1: Year's <laughs> Eve today. For us. For us. Yeah. So
2: happy it soon will, to be 2023.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and happy already 2023 for those of you listening <laughs> yeah, to this in the future. <laughs> but when I went to go see my dad. We went to a couple of thrift stores, mm-hmm. and I got a couple of Fire King I mugs. Like I just love Fire King, milk glass in general, but
1: Yay. they had mugs! <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to our Tea is Steeping. Um, we are talking about Midnight Poppyland today, and we are both drinking are honey, chamomile, honey vanilla chamomile. Something. It's a very soothing one. It feels like a hug in a mug.
0: Mm-hmm. And that. then we put some <laughs> local
1: honey in it because we're both having allergy issues Yeah. this weather has been back and forth
2: well we put we have had the humidifiers going Mm -hmm. which the cough that my daughter has not been able to get rid of Uh, still we put the humidifier on because I had to clean it out because I was looking and there was one portion of it and like this tube in the middle (gasps) was nasty and I was like how do you clean that and we didn't have a bottle brush because normally we don't need one Yeah. so we went and bought the next time I was at the store bought a bottle brush cleaned it out and we used it Within the next, she is not like, normally she would lay down and she would mm-hmm. get bad coughing. I think it was just like drainage and yeah, dry yeah. and like the compulsive mm-hmm. neck nah, cough. Yeah. She's been perfect. Yay. I'm glad that Bo- was. Go humidifier. A fire. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> didn't have to take her to the doctor and then be like, well, there's nothing we can <laughs> She's do. Fine. She's been coughing for a straight eight weeks, but it's fine. No need to worry at all. Good no need to system. panic. She doesn't I have anything does. that could be awful for her. No. Ever. Oh, so, but she's good now, thankfully. Yeah. But we didn't, we have had a humidifier going in our living room, but we didn't yeah. move it to our bedroom last night. And mm-hmm. I think that's part of my, you
0: know, part of my sense. issue.
2: Yeah. Gross. Because we keep the fan on Mach 12.
0: <laughs> yeah, we do too. <laughs> yeah.
2: Future
1: Caitlin and Jen here. Hello. We wanted to put a little disclaimer at the beginning of this episode to say that we're covering some sensitive topics in this episode set.
2: Yeah, I think it's, as you get towards the later episodes, because we're covering episodes 70 to 85, so in like, I feel like 77, 78 on, the topics, it can get a little sensitive, there are some Mm -hmm. violent things, so. Lily
1: Dusk does have a disclaimer and kind of trigger warning at the top of her episodes in the Webtoon comic, so if read those you know if you if you need mm-hmm. to maybe skip this episode that's okay
2: be aware that we do discuss it and so if you need to skip this episode for your peace of mind that's okay do so. <laughs> yeah we'll see you next episode no big deal okay episodes 71 through
1: 75 So, Poppy stands up for herself against Jewelry and calls him out on his emotional abuse and gaslighting. Tora has arrived, but stays hidden out of sight to let Poppy fight her own battle. Jewelry accuses Poppy of being emotionally unavailable and putting up a mask, and Poppy takes responsibility for her own actions and breaks up with Jewelry for good. Tora calls Poppy's name as she's walking away and offers to help her with her scooter while she is completely shocked to see him. Jewelry gets angry and asks who he is, and Poppy panics and says that Tora is her uncle. <laughs> Jewelry berates Poppy for lying to him and moving on so quickly, and tells Tora, quote, man to man, that Poppy isn't good enough for him. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then Tora slaps him across the face, drawing blood, and is going in for more until Poppy calls his name, takes his hand, so he settles down. Um, and so he settles for threatening Jewelry if he comes near Poppy again. Jewelry runs off, and Tora smashes a lamppost in anger and then he jokingly questions Poppy about being her uncle. There's some flirting, and then we jump to Gyu, who decides to take a lap around the apartments because something feels off to him. Poppy asks Tora how he found her while well, they get gas for the scooter, and Tora tells her that Erdine told him about Moonbright, and that he remembered that she called to get her scooter towed after crashing it. Poppy thinks about how she just wants to know Tora better, but he's so quiet, and Tora is thinking about what Poppy knows and how to explain things to her. Poppy asks Tora why he's speaking differently, apologizes for teasing him about the way he speaks, and then tells him that she just wants him to be himself around her. Tora blushes and nods. It's so cute. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Poppy explains the situation with Granny Pearl and that she wants to stay a couple more days, and Tora says that he's going to stay in Moonbright to watch over her, so Poppy offers that he can stay with her. Tora offers to drive them both to her house and goes to check on the car while Poppy pays. On her way over to Tora, Poppy stops by the lamppost that Tora smashed, intending to leave the rest of her money for repairs, but sees that Tora already did. Poppy goes over to Tora's car, sees him laughing over something that jewelry did to the vehicle, which was that he stuck a potato in the exhaust <laughs> pipe, making it undrivable. <clears throat> so, Poppy offers to drive them both on her scooter, Tora blushes at the seating arrangements, but agrees, and Poppy struggles <laughs> to drive the scooter with the weight distribution. Like he wasn't happy about oh, that seating arrangement. that seating arrangement. <laughs> <laughs> um, Poppy struggles with the weight distribution, so Tora offers to drive instead, surprising Poppy that he has a motorcycle license. Tora asks if she's going to hold on to him, and they both blush. <laughs> they get to Poppy's house, and Tora has a hard time adjusting from the city nightlife sounds to the country nightlife sounds, and all the bugs. They turn on some lights in the house, but not many because Poppy isn't in the mood to talk to their neighbors. She goes to take a shower and debates on what to wear, and she decides to be confident and wear the PJs that were a little revealing, but are sexy and make her feel confident. She comes downstairs, asks Tor if he's hungry and wants something to eat, and he stares at her and says, Heck yeah, I do. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Tor admits that it's partially, um, that that it's partially, my notes wet, um. That it's partially that he's nervous and, um, what, what? I skipped a thing in my notes. Oh no. (laughs) I forgot to, um, copy an episode of notes. Okay. Um, Tora apologizes when he realized that he said that out loud (laughs) and turns away while Poppy blushes. She asks Tora if she should put on a jacket and he's surprised and says no. Um, That it's really warm and she should wear what she feels comfortable in. Tora asks if Jewelry ever did anything to her and Poppy vehemently says no. Tora tells her that he's not like her ex, he has more self-control, and even a knucklehead like Pinky would. And that even though he cracks a lot of sexual jokes, he doesn't mean them most of the time. But Poppy tells him it's okay if he means them (laughs) some of the time. Uh, They eat dinner and they go outside to the dock to talk. And Poppy asks what it would have been like if they had known each other when they were younger, but, Pop, but Tora says that he was a jerk back then and she wouldn't have liked him. Tora asks if she likes strawberries as a kid, but she says that she is more of a cookies and cream person. Poppy tells him that she wants to know more about him, and Tora asks if that's something that should just happen naturally, but Poppy tells him that she feels like she knows him so well, but not well at all. She hits the nail on the head, though, when she asks if he's scared that she'll quit talking to him when she finds out more. This is where my note's picked back up, (laughs) and Tora admits that it's partially that he's nervous that Poppy won't want him when she finds out more about him. Poppy asks if Tora will tell her more if she promises it won't drive her away and she won't judge him. Tora zones out, and Poppy has some traumatic flashbacks to Jewelry berating her for prying into his life so she takes a step back. But Tora grabs her hand, tells her that she might need to bribe him first, so Poppy kisses him. He admits that it's awkward for him to talk about personal and emotional stuff, but he ends up telling her about being an orphan, and Poppy tries to find common ground, saying that she might as well be an orphan, too. Tora tries to outline their differences by saying that he's in the mafia, but Poppy turns around to face the water and tells him that she is, too. Da-da-da! Ah! <laughs> Tora is shocked, but thinks she's kidding, and then a spider crawls up his leg, he falls over the railing to the dock trying to get away, and Poppy falls into trying to save him. Uh, He swooshes out of the water in his tank top, looking like a model, and Poppy pops up looking like the rest of us. (laughs) Uh, Someone drives up to the house, sees the scooter, and calls Poppy to make sure everything is okay. Poppy and Tora are hiding. Tora freaks out. Poppy decides to go over there and talk to them. They're worried about Poppy, but the woman, June, notices that Poppy is in the water with a man and Mm -hmm. saves her. Poppy and Tora flirt some more, and Tora admits that he hasn't been this nervous since his first carjacking. And then they kiss. Ooh, that was long. <laughs> I warned Caitlin ahead of time. My notes on this was long, but
2: mine it's were hard too.
1: Not to be. I feel like individually, I didn't have that much, and then I, you know, put five episodes together, mm-hmm. and it was like two pages in my Google Doc.
2: Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Well,
1: so back to the beginning of episode <laughs> seventy-one. I was so proud of Poppy here mm-hmm. for, like, standing up for herself, for taking responsibility for only her own actions, and really, like, officially breaking up with jewelry for good, and, like, yay to Torah for letting her fight the battle herself. Yes. That's so big.
2: So, I was annoyed that Jewelry did not already realize that they were, like, <gasps> yeah. for sure broke up. Like, she found him in Doing bed some funny business. With another woman. Yeah. Whose name was Mimi. <laughs> right. But... She totally was like, all right, well, we're done. Bye. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) How much clearer can that get? (laughs) I thought
1: it was pretty clear, but...
2: So, I don't know. Like, I'm glad that she made sure he had no doubts that Mm -hmm. they are done. But also, she's not spoken with you. Except Mm. when you tried to trick her about her grandma. Yeah. Which was also, like, not his place. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. I spent the whole... Last episode and beginning of this episode, waiting for Poppy and Tora to be in the same frame again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so my notes when Tora showed up was, Tora, yay, yay, he's back, he's back. <laughs> uh, when, ju- when Jewelry says
1: bro to Tora, I was like, oh no, like mm. he is not your bro. Just because of how much emphasis they put on the little bros calling Tora big oh, bro, yeah. and then Jewelry tries to like, Get in there and be one, and we're like, Oh no, you deserved that. B slap mm-hmm. across the face. <laughs> See,
2: that's in my notes. So, Joy questions who Torah is and acts like he can give Torah advice about Poppy. Mm-hmm. And then my next note says, in all caps, the slap heard around Webtoon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the one we have been waiting on for 71 episodes. But,
2: see, Poppy still got in multiple verbal slaps of her oh, own. Oh, yeah. So, it's not even like he stepped in out of his place. Like Oh, no, no. He at that point was responding to what Jewelry said to him. Yes.
1: <laughs> so, it's like Poppy got her moment mm-hmm. to have the closure herself, and then Torah just tacked that on to the end once Jewelry decided yeah. to involve him, too. hmm mm. So I remember people in the comments section when this first came out being really hung up on the violence that Tora showed here with him, like, smashing the lamppost, and um, and I'm not saying that it's bad, but what I am saying is that Tora has grown a lot and improved since the beginning of the story, and mm-hmm. his anger was justified in this case, and it was protective and Poppy was never in danger from him. Yeah. And, like, this is literally a Mafia love story that we signed up for. It's It never said it would be anything other than it was. So right. I liked it because this is the story that we signed up for. Oh,
2: yeah. But also him throwing the lamppost. I mean... People commenting act like they've never been angry enough to want to throw something. They yeah. just don't have the muscles that Tora has to do the actual damage. Yeah, and that's what he's done his whole life. You
1: can't expect him to and change see, in the few Poppy weeks. Poppy
2: could have slapped Jewelry the mm-hmm. same way Tora did, but yeah. she is much smaller, does yeah. not work out like Tora does, yeah. is not going to have the resounding effect on his face oh, that yeah. Tora yes. slapped it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, I mean, half of what it seems like they make be fussing about mm. is Tora's buff <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that's what you think about like in real life I would say if, he can't help that but he could have you quit working out but then he wouldn't be Torah. yeah
1: I mean so it's like if someone was saying mean things about you to like, your husband, well your husband's really chill so I don't know if this is what the but like, oh, in a no, real you've, life situation. I've never seen him angry because yeah. he doesn't get angry often, but yeah. when he gets angry. <laughs> yeah, I mean your anger doesn't go away after yeah. you've like, hit the guy who's making the comments you're still angry, and then like, in a lot of books they're just like, oh no, the anger fades away when they look into your eyes but like, he was still angry, and yeah. that's okay. He's just trying to find a different outlet for it mm-hmm. so he's not
2: killing this man. Yeah.
1: I think that's fine.
2: Right. But maybe that's just me. And it's also, like, he paid for it. Yeah. That in the next episode, she sees that he already left money. Yeah. To pay, and it was probably more, way more than it cost, oh, knowing probably. Tora. Yeah. It probably was a lot more than that lamp post is worth. So that's a good segue
1: into mm-hmm. episode 72, then. Um <laughs> Yeah,
2: gonna, I hope this doesn't turn into a two-hour episode. I know. Uh,
1: oh yeah, because it's been ten minutes, eleven minutes. And
2: we're only on the but second. six minutes of that was your summary. I know. Golly, it takes so long. Yeah, it'll be the same thing when I read
1: through mine. It's so interesting to see how they're both thinking through the situation and mm-hmm. from different perspectives. On like, they both want to know each other more, but they don't know how to do it in the best way and like keeping each other safe and. <sighs> That's so, hard.
2: a side note. Yes. From 71. He oh, was yeah. precious to no, him. I better do another round. <laughs>
1: but also the foreshadowing there.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. But I also, we can get to this later, but I also wonder if the motion sensing wasn't just a false alarm. A false alarm. If it was from set up. Mm-hmm. Like if he was setting stuff up, because, well, we can get to that later, but mm-hmm. there was something I missed in the panel in my first read through of this. I probably Back I think before. I know it is. And I think I missed rope? it too. Yeah. I yeah. missed it too. So I missed it the first read through, but I saw it this time and I was mm-hmm. like, he had to have set that up. Oh yeah. And so, making sure it's
1: long enough to get to right, that Right.
2: And to make sure you have the right balcony. Yeah. I bet you that some of what the motion sensing was, I don't, I think I you like tested it because he yeah. wouldn't have been able to blow it off otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it was maybe if, Whoever it was, because we still don't know exactly who it was. That's true. Yeah, we don't. Because we've totally. not seen his face. Yeah. There's suspicions, but yeah. Um, if if he knew that he mm-hmm. would be paranoid and it not and it had not mm-hmm. been tested before, yeah. and he's like something feels off, and so he does a round, and something mm-hmm. still feels off, so he's checking to make sure the sensors work. Yeah. If he timed it just right, he could have been doing stuff when the sensors were already triggered.
1: And in some of the later episodes too closer to that when tor is like thinking through his strategies for things mm-hmm. he talks about what his strengths and weaknesses are and a good strength that like all of him and his men have is that gut intuition and they read people mm-hmm. really well so
2: i could totally jump on board with that theory yeah i like because it. Gyu mm-hmm. would have been much more nervous if that had gone off and he had not actually tested it yeah but back to 72 <laughs> to 72 <laughs> um but that, it makes me sad that joy invades poppy's thoughts Mm-hmm. in those moments of insecurity, yeah. which he's just the face of her insecurity right mm-hmm. now. It's not necessarily him. Yeah. He just gave voice and emphasized what she was insecure about,
0: mm-hmm. that
2: if she'd been with Torah all along, yeah. she wouldn't have ever had cause to be worried about that or insecure yeah. about it because he'd been like, um, I'm going to need you to stop right now and <laughs> give got yourself got a little that. pep talk, yeah. or I will give you the pep talk, ma'am. Yes. Kiss, kiss. Yes, probably in that yeah, and it's, it's so
1: cool to see though how she's recognizing it and she's mm-hmm. working through
2: it. Um, I almost wrote it as a note on here, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna say it anyway. It um, hurt. but like he, he, you know, he did not mind her sitting between his legs on that scooter. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> He was perfectly fine with that situation on that teeny and tiny then, scooter
2: seat. When they swap places, I'm sure and he, he was awesome. Do you want to hold on yeah. to me? Yeah. Uh, yes, yes, she does.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> They're just so cute
1: together. They really are. And, and I are. loved that um, in '72 how um, Poppy specifically calls out the fact that. Tora's speaking differently and she mm-hmm. is afraid that it's her fault that she's made fun of him and so she apologizes and I appreciate that she took the time to apologize for it and I appreciate that Tora like internalized that well and mm-hmm. then he goes back to speaking how he normally does because yeah, that does make such a difference I I really loved that um um and then Poppy just immediately being like, "You can stay with me." Well then, Torah was, was full of his dirty jokes, staying in the <laughs> guest room,
2: eh? Sure. Well, he did end up staying in the <laughs> guest Pinky. room, but the Torah was full of dirty jokes in these episodes. Oh yeah, he was full of some innuendo.
1: <laughs> well, then it makes me think about you know in was it uh, seventy three or seventy four when he's like. You know, I know I crack a lot of jokes, but it's because mm-hmm. like I am a little nervous. I don't mean a lot of this; like it's just his way to deal with the mm-hmm. situation.
2: But which is even as more true. us readers were like, he totally means uh-huh. it. He just doesn't want her mean to feel it uncomfortable as much as you want. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then I also like that whenever he looks at her. Mm-hmm. Um, when she comes down the stairs my notes Ooh, and yeah. Poppy comes downstairs after showering and Tora mm-hmm. clearly likes what he sees um, yes <laughs> um, and <laughs> I like that even though he's like making a side comment of like mm-hmm. uh, yes I do um, yeah. and it's like a impulse comment
1: yeah, he doesn't even His realize gaze he
2: is totally serious. He oh, is not yeah. joking one bit. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why she blushes even harder yeah, because she knows. can see. You she can know. Tell. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like trying to play it off, I think, but like But just seeing how he's not trying. He's not trying to play off how attracted he is. No,
1: and I love that. You know, so many guys are like, "Oh, you know, gotta play it cool, can't admit how much I like her." That's Poppy. I know. (laughs) And I guess they talk. We talked about this in the beginning. The gender role reversals here are so good, and he's just not even trying to hide how. Because he's finally feeling these these
2: things for for the first time. The bunny later. The
1: bunny (laughs) nightlight.
2: Um. So, were we at seventy-four? Yeah, that was kind of the end of 73 when she comes down the stairs. Okay. So, I love their communication. But mm-hmm. we say that every episode, and I think I we will continue to say it every episode. But that's, the, I think the
1: best thing about this mm-hmm. comic is that, I mean, the artwork's amazing. The storyline is so good, but the communication between the characters it is what makes a story go from good to great. Mm-hmm. Just across the board. Because it's not in so many books, yeah. and this is what we need. Because I feel like we taken so much from what we read and we see on TV on how relationships work and how the world works and then you go into the real world and you have all these miscommunication issues there too it's like mm-hmm. well if we just if we saw better communication portrayed more often then I think we wouldn't People be, as be afraid more afraid to do with it, it. Yeah. yeah like why is this so hard anyways well, even, soapbox
2: oh that's fine because like <laughs> even in this I think it's communication we can talk about that later when it gets mm-hmm. to the point where they're talking about needing to talk to each other but haven't yeah. talked to each other yet yeah <laughs> it's like it's natural mm-hmm. working at their communication because yeah. neither one of them is good at it <laughs> yeah and i think that's such a normal thing too mm-hmm. like marriage oh my gosh marriage is what brings us together <laughs>
1: today, today. <laughs> but communication's the hardest part of marriage i think mm-hmm. it's trying to Figure out how to, you know, work and be a team with this person who's grown up in a whole different environment from you. It's so hard communication
2: and expectation. Absolutely, because if you're expecting something of someone, yeah, and that's not something that they're aware of or Mm -hmm. they know to do, and then they don't meet your expectation, you've just let yourself down. (laughs) Yeah, you're the only one to blame there. Um. But then I had a side note, too, that at one point we see Poppy, her profile, mm-hmm. and I love that her stomach wasn't just straight. Yes. And then it doesn't yes. almost, like, cut in like yeah. some mm-hmm. characters do because she's not overweight. Yeah. By any stretch no, of the imagination. She's, she's a normal. But her stomach did the thing that stomachs do, and it went out yeah. just a little bit. and it's
1: especially once you hit your 20s. Most people have a little bit of a tummy, and
2: that's okay. Even if you are someone that works out, if you've not just worked out and those muscles aren't all tensed Mm -hmm. up, you're not going to have a flat stomach. Yeah. But I just appreciated that her stomach had a bit of a regular people curve to it. Yeah, and when they're sitting on the dock
1: later and there's, like, a little bit of a roll there, too. mm -hmm. Like, I don't care who you are and how skinny you are. You always have a little bit of a tummy roll when you Mm -hmm. bend over and sit down.
2: Same thing for Tori. Like, if he's sitting, he's probably going to have a little bit of, like, Tummy roll, something because he's not standing up at his full height. But if he was standing, unlike Poppy, his stomach Mm. would just be flat. Yeah, because he's pretty ripped. He works out like all All the time.
1: time. (laughs) Gotta release that
2: uh, tension somewhere. But then I was so annoyed at at Poppy when he asked her about the strawberries and he said, she said that she's more of a cookies cookies and cream girl. I I was like, excuse me, ma'am, he did not mean ice cream. Yeah, no. Do you like strawberries is not, do you like strawberry ice cream?
1: Well, especially because when we see flashbacks from, like, her as a kid with her dad,
2: she's drinking strawberry juice. So unless that was, like, an impulse, like, it reminds her of her dad, and she struggles with those thoughts, and Mm -hmm. maybe she tries to push them off, and so she's tried to be like, I am now a cookies and cream girl. That fits my persona. Now. Or maybe I don't know. it's like
1: her dad just always had her eating strawberry things. Like, because I mean, mm-hmm. when you're a kid, you try and give more healthier things, but maybe she just actually did prefer cookies. I mean, what kid doesn't?
2: Yeah, I don't know. Cause cookies and cream, that specific phrase makes me think ice cream. Strawberries yeah. could be strawberries, strawberries. themselves. Strawberry yeah. ice cream. Strawberry I if milk. That's a strawberry thing
1: that we're missing. I don't know.
2: Maybe I don't know. But I also like that when they were talking out at the dock, mm-hmm. that they were actually getting like deep conversation. Yeah. Um. But then into seventy five. So, um, I mentioned in my little notes mm-hmm. that I would react the same way Tora did with a spider, and yes. I loved his oh dramatic fall. The dock is not that far off the water, but no. he <laughs> fell like it looks like when people fall yeah. from a building twenty stories up, yes. like. Oh, no, and, like, the hand Uh reaching out, and then Poppy's leaning down, and they grab, and so they both fall into the Mm -hmm. water, but it's not even that far away. No. They're close to the shore, but then on top of that, he comes out of the water like the little mermaid. Oh, I know. Like, flinging his hair back, and then Poppy comes out like a gremlin, (laughs) I'm like, that's what I would look like. And I was like, did he just
1: take his turtleneck off under the water? Because I feel like I would be panicking way too much to pull a turtleneck off.
2: I wondered how that had to have happened, because the turtleneck. It's going to get stuck around your neck, even if yeah. your arms get out. We're yeah, like, I'd be
1: panicking. I'd be like, I'm joking.
2: I'm dying. <laughs> he did not fall far enough no. for it to get ripped off of his body.
1: <laughs> well, then he makes a comment later, like, oh, I can't find my shirt. Like, I was holding on to it. And I was like, oh, I, I didn't did. not remember him holding
2: on to it on the dock." I didn't unless, catch it the first time uh, was until, he?
1: um, it's like, oh, I th- oh yeah, I he think makes I remember now, now. about it. It might be in the next yeah. set of
2: um, ones. But either way, then <laughs> my other notes were, he has to stay hidden because his tattoos are on full display. And then mm. I said, yum.
1: <laughs> <Because> June understands. <laughs> Tora,
2: in his, like, nice suit, turtleneck yeah. and stuff, he looks very nice, very mm-hmm. dapper, very distinguished. Yeah. But those tattoos are just Tora. They're chef's kiss. <laughs> so good. Also, if you hear my daughter yelling in the background, she woke up from her nap early. And we're potty training.
1: Yay, potty. So, my
2: husband is out there (laughs) playing referee with the toilet (laughs) and hoping we have no more accidents. It's fine. I feel like there's
1: one more comment I wanted (sighs) Mm -hmm. to make. The...
2: When Poppy says that she's in the mafia too, I feel like I couldn't yes. let that go by without yes, 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 calling yes. it out. Yeah, I just didn't know because I didn't know with how loud she is if it would pick up on the yeah, no, that was on fair. the phone. That was fair. Yeah. It also
1: felt like a good segue to end the section, so it's like <laughs> no must slide this comment. And I love yeah. how touchy they've gotten.
2: Oh yes, but also when they're deep talking, mm-hmm. um, when they're talking about having to act like a civilian, blah blah blah. But so she turned her back and said I'm in the mafia too and that's when they fell overboard yeah and so I was, like, that was like, good on Lily Dusk. She did not that. have an opportunity to turn mm-hmm. around and be like joking, but she also didn't turn around fast I enough. I don't think she was joking. I don't think she was either because there are comments yeah. made in later episodes too mm-hmm. so that I'm like, oh, ooh, yeah. I, I like I didn't how Granny
1: Pearl time. was like, I have something important to tell you. So I wonder if she's not supposed to know,
2: uh-huh.
1: but she does.
2: Now, well, I have more comments about that when we get mm-hmm. to the future episodes. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> 76. Poppy? Oh, yeah. Through 80. <laughs> it's going to be a minute, y'all. <laughs> that was really Southern. <laughs> they
1: know where we are. It's the South, guys.
2: Poppy and Tora are... Y'all going to have to bear with me. I was writing this, and it was late at night. Yeah. <laughs> they Poppy and Tora are kissing in the water, and... Because my text also goes up to me. Oh, yeah. You reading really <laughs> <laughs> And Poppy explains who June are while they're kissing takes a lot of focus (laughs) (laughs) gotta cool things down somehow let's talk about my parents neighbors (laughs) right ned was a co-worker with poppy's dad and danny and bell are her aunts but they call each other cousins because of the age their age tora was clearly barely listening because the next thing he says is to ask if she wants to go inside (laughs) poppy jokes about a spider and tora freaks out and vaults both of them onto the dock and they go inside um, we get a short flashback of immediately after Tora changed, um, changed his clothes of his phone conversation with Quincy and how Tora wants to tell Poppy everything so she can make an informed decision about the relationship. Tora thinks over Pinky slash Damien staying the night as well and talks to the rabbit lamp. <laughs> Then Poppy walks out in Tora's shirt. And then I have a bunch of exclamation points. <laughs> and, and confirms that it is fine for Damien to stay. Poppy. I feel weird calling him Pinky. I always call him Pinky. I don't call him Damien. It's weird. I like, I've written Pinky in my notes, but I'm yeah. like, Poppy always calls him Damien. It out loud, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Poppy feels Tora's eyelashes and teases him. And then Tora grabs her and throws her onto the bed beside him. While they're flirting, Tora gets an alert on his phone side note i'm pretty sure this is like my favorite episode really of if i can remember all of yeah. the
1: episodes <laughs> so far i feel like each mm-hmm. one gets
2: better than the last oh yeah. yeah but like in terms of like cozy feelings oh, i just feel like this yeah. was like i agree cuddly snuggly yeah. they're talking to each other in, in his they're schmooching. yeah okay moving yeah. on <laughs> 77 <laughs> we pick up where 76 left off with some adorable flirting and tori getting handsy Tor realizes it's an alert on his phone and goes into protect mode. He decides she needs to go back to Naren with him and asks her to trust him. He internally criticizes himself for asking that of her when he doesn't see himself as worth her trust. They get into a conversation about trust and have a cute squish face moment. She asks if he's in trouble and he says yes out loud and mentally that he's falling in love. <laughs> Tori gets a call from Gyu and we find out he was testing the alarms as we've previously discussed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but couldn't answer when Tora called. Flashback to the Quincy phone call, and they're trying to figure out how a relationship with Poppy could work for Tora. Quincy remains supportive and mentions a D-Day. Back with, Gew, back with the Gu phone call. It's really confusing explaining. I know, there's much flashing around. Call, yeah. Current phone call. Back <laughs> with the Gu phone call, Tora asks him to look into Cordelia and about Poppy's swapped address. Tora tells Poppy it was a false alarm and that they don't need to return to Narin when Pinky, Damien, shows up. (laughs) Damien has leeches all over him, (laughs) and Poppy helps him remove them. He says he's never seen that much blood, and Tora calls him on it. We get a flashback showing Pinky has definitely seen more blood and not been sick over it. Pinky brags on Tora while he flips out over a frog. Tora comes up to Poppy after she's cleaning up dinner and says he'll bunk with Pinky. While smooching her neck. <laughs> Poppy thinks about her feelings. And while Tora and Damien cower from the frogs in the guest room. <laughs> Tora decides to sleep in the car. And offers to cover his... T- and then the next day. Mm-hmm. That was confusing. Um, Tora offers to cover his tattoos. But Poppy lets him know that he doesn't need to. Poppy runs into nosy slash busybody neighbors. And Poppy sasses them back. She sorts out her granny's hospital and insurance things. Which... Insurance. That probably took her works. all day. No wonder long. And yeah, they had she was
1: just mentally exhausted. Yeah, yeah,
2: and that she was surprised that they were still sitting there for her at the coffee no shop. Kidding. How much coffee did they buy? I don't think I want to know. <laughs> um. Anyways, Poppy yes, heads yes. back to Narn with Tori and Damian, and they take her home. Three days later, I had mistakenly said the next day, and then I did further too. on <laughs> I said three days. She whoops. <laughs> three days later, Tori and. <laughs> ah! I was reading Tora and Quincy at the same time <laughs> Tora and Quincy dropped by Poppy's work and Quincy's uh, still being good boy support we see that Tora hasn't done much without Poppy around and then Poppy explains her last three days and that she hasn't done much either Erdine mentions that Tora could have called Poppy and then they go through her makeup haul Poppy thinks about the fact that she w- wants a new job because something seems off about Jill gut. Jill. Gil. Gil. Jill. Whatever. I go back and forth in my head. scraggly
1: chin hairs.
2: <laughs> Poppy thinks about how she's grateful for Jacob and Erdine. In Tora's thoughts, he's trying to convince himself that it's just a crush. Cue and David Archuleta. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my gosh, now I need to go listen to that song. <laughs> um, Erdine and Quincy go have a meeting and Poppy looks around for Tora who pulls her into a closet. <laughs> Poppy internally freaks out over Tora's hotness and he tells her he missed her.
1: No, oh, such good episodes.
2: Okay, 76 Our summaries took about the same amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> they so long, but that's okay. Okay, so episode seventy six. I'm pretty sure it's my favorite, just because it's they're talking mm-hmm. and schmooching, mm-hmm. like and so much emotional just,
1: and physical connections mm-hmm. happening. It's like, and it's so not fun. just
2: like you can clearly see they like each other for each other. Yeah, it's not just because they're a convenient. Sexually attractive partner. <laughs> yeah, they're
1: actually like, trying to get to know each other. Mm-hmm. Enough that they're talking about family members while making out. So here's out. where
2: one of my other things comes up. She's okay, talking yes. about her family. hmm About Ned and June. Yes. And about the connection with... It's her granny. hmm And her grand... So it's her grandfather's youngest sister's kids is who Danny and Belle are.
1: Yeah. So
2: they're... Well, however it was. Or the youngest... The grandma's just something. Yeah. They're, yeah, yeah. they're aunts instead of cousins. I was like mentally like, you know, I the meme like with the numbers and everywhere. Yeah, I
1: feel like that is actually
2: a cousin. I think I'm remembering. The, I think it is like a second cousin or something like Cause that. Cause like my
1: mom's cousins would be my second cousin. Mm-hmm. And like my mom's cousin is my grandfather's older sister's kid. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we have one of those mm-hmm. and it's always been like a, how the heck are we related to this guy?
2: Yeah. But either way, yeah, it's connected. Yeah, and then mom is the grandmother and grandfather's only, only child. child. Yeah, and we only get like a cold mention of her and a very mm-hmm. cold picture of her, yeah. of her like not caring at all that her small child is like sobbing. Mm-hmm. Um, but she says so. It's just us in this town, at least. Moonbright is clan neutral. Oh, I never picked up on that before. So did they move there? Because I'm it's clan neutral else. and the mother is mafia related, oh, so the she... dad has the ability oh. to change addresses because uh-huh. he works at the. That's what I guess they're implying. Like yes, this goes back computer. to my soapbox: <laughs> yeah. of not
1: all computer engineers are hackers. Anyway, I guess
2: he is one yeah. <laughs> that can hack into things. This one, especially because it sounds like he'd have to be a genius if he's to do connected it. with, yeah, the. So the parents obviously are connected. Mhm. But and if so he's, he's got enough, a bit of a loner mm-hmm. and then
1: June and Ned were his only friends really.
2: And then later she calls I think it's in one of the ones that you'll summarize next, I yeah. think. And she's like, not Uncle Ned's line. They must have been really close for her to call him Uncle, Uncle Ned. Ned. Yeah. Like And they I just only casually called... stop
1: by the house to check on her. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So why are your coworkers that close with you? Mm-hmm. Not mentioning well. coworkers, co-workers. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, that you didn't know until, like, you, it sounds like yeah. she didn't know them until they worked with them. So, yeah. why are they so close to you? You're in clan-neutral territory. Mm-hmm. Your address has been muffed somehow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, your father seems to be, or Ned, mm-hmm. could be someone that's able to do that. Ooh. There's no other family in it. this oh. town, at least. Yeah. So, if Ned and June are the only ones that the dad can really talk to about what he really deals with. I bet that they're slightly involved somehow, too. Maybe connected like Jacob and Erdine are with Poppy. Possibly. And that sort of looser connection.
1: And that they know enough to keep an eye out on Mm -hmm. Poppy and Granny
2: Pearl. Because if Mm -hmm. the mom is the one connected to the mafia, it makes sense that she left and went back to wherever they do their mafia things. But when I saw that, I said, (gasps) And maybe there's the really rest have... of the family. Does she yeah. know them? Because it sounds like, like she does, but because like she said in this town at least, so yeah. she knows there's family elsewhere. Yeah.
1: And I, wonder and I don't think she's thinking about just her mom either. Didn't really have a choice about leaving. I wonder, because like, when, so well, when you think about in that picture, when you think about Torah, when he has to go into work mode, mm. I wonder if they are yeah. like, "We're going to do something to your family if you don't come back to work for us Mm -hmm. I never thought about that until this one
2: so many good theories though right yeah (sighs) um and then oh no she says she does call him oh no I mentioned I guess I put this however Mm -hmm. I said is Ned uncle so Ned is uncle Ned (laughs) (laughs) yeah I didn't make that
1: connection until this time through too I was like who is uncle Ned the, the first time through
2: Also, when she comes out in his shirt, and he's got a his horse cough affected, yes sir. And okay, so it cracks me up because one of the first shirts that I stole from my husband when we were dating is a green. It was it's just a plain t shirt, Mm -hmm. but it's like a meme where it's got the T Rex. (laughs) What does it say? Oh gosh, what does it say? I have it right up here. Yeah, we're in we're in because I still wear it. Where is it? Here it is. T Rex hates push ups. That's adorable. <laughs> oh my gosh. I and love that you, up. Let's say what? And so it's not like a real, like her sweat. But, to- the, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yes. Tora's pajama yeah. T Rex shirt mm-hmm. looks more like realistic y. Yeah. And this one's just like a one like, color print. Yeah. But still, oh. I was like hee hee (laughs) dinosaurs on his stolen shirt (laughs) Yeah, stolen quote unquote but and also lily dusk just draws taurus tattoos so well oh my god because there's so many webtoons Mm -hmm. that do not do tattoos well at all and they just look like they copy and pasted them on the Mm -hmm. arm and i'm like but the arm doesn't turn that way yeah and there's shadows and and lily dusk always does them so well yeah it's yeah fantastic
1: i loved it Hearing Tora talking to Quincy about wanting to tell Poppy the whole truth. And that just shows how serious he is about her. And then telling that bunny lamp that he's in love. Like, it's so serious for
2: him. He's cute. I won't say I'm in love. (laughs) (laughs) For that song that Meg sings from Hercules. I think you're forgetting that I haven't seen
1: Hercules. Yeah, but she's Hercules! We have to watch it! One of our mutual friends tried to make me watch it in college. When we had like our movie nights, but I Mm. was not into it. We were in like an uncomfortable dorm room, and Mm. I was kind of like, I just want to go back, and I don't care, and I think I'm
2: gonna fall asleep. Mm. It's it's got good music. That's fair. It's got funny puns. Like at one point, (laughs) one of them says, Somebody call IXII, which is just the Roman numerals (laughs) for (laughs) 911. That is funny. (laughs) I would probably appreciate it more
1: now (laughs) than I would have been.
2: Um, we'll have to watch it at some point And then I can yes. point out this song And you can be like oh, It's Tora <laughs> But in a oh, But Meg does owe her soul to Hades And Tora's like involved with the mafia Yeah And so he's like Kind of Not kind owing of. his soul to the devil But yeah. like But kind of Okay Vincent's I can, kind I of be the this. devil Yeah it, it took me a minute to like Get to where you're at <laughs> It's a very loose connection
1: But it's go. kind it's of fun. there I had like a funny comment about like Tora, You should totally care more about Pinky spending the night tonight. Right?
2: You are blocking yourself right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then also that do you trust me was an Aladdin moment, like on the flying carpet. <laughs> All of the Disney references. <laughs> We're just going a bunch go of Disney references here. Do you trust me? Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> So, in episode <laughs> 77, I thought it got a little weird with all the uncle jokes. I think it's partially because I couldn't remember who she was talking about with Uncle Ned the um. first time through. And then I was like, this feels a little weird to keep talking about uncle jokes
2: while you're in bed with a dude. Well, <laughs> then when he makes the joke and he's so serious, I'm like, just your uncle, Tor. I, was I like, know. I was like, nah, too far. Because <laughs> I'd forgotten about the whole her calling him uncle thing. See, I remembered that part. I didn't remember the Uncle Ned part. And I was...
1: I was weirded out. <laughs> But maybe that's just me
2: Because I I had just I had forgotten already and I think I had taken notes On two separate days But when he was like Hmm Mm -hmm. Your face looks too sexy to calling yourself uncle Yep yep. Um, And then um, On 78 The breath Mm. of relief I had at this point Of you being like false alarm Oh yeah Except then later but anyways
1: (laughs) I love after Pinky shows up I don't
2: know if you know anything before just like I don't even have any D-Day theories unless it's connected to the rats and the whatnot
1: oh yeah I think that they're okay so I have theories I think we've kind (laughs) of talked about them That I think that Quincy has an entire plan for how to like get out of the clan or take over the clan and kind of dismantle it or having just like a way to escape Mm-hmm. Um cuz he's like don't do anything for my dad until D day happens like I'm not going to interfere with your life.
2: You I don't think that Yeah, interfere with mine. Yeah, yeah,
1: I think that there is this entire plan for them all getting out. Mm-hmm. Um And I think it's somehow related to his mom's clan, too, because mm-hmm. that's not ruining anything because he's talked about how
2: he's... I wonder generous. if the mom's clan would be kind of like almost takeover. I the am thinking that. The mom has the balls to do it.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> we meet the mom later, and you get the feeling that the grandma does not like Vincent. I mm-hmm. mean, who blames her? And so Nobody I... Likes Vincent. <laughs> could and Vincent. And Quincy's so close to his mom. Not
2: even his wife likes him. I, but really... <laughs>
1: (laughs) (laughs) I could totally, and with how close Quincy is to his mom, I could totally see him Mm. planning with his mom and grandma to do this. I think it is related to the rats. I think there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. to undermine that, Vincent, when
2: Lily dust brings it out, it's gonna be so. It's fun. we're gonna go back through and have to read again and be like, oh yeah. my gosh! And there's that, and there's I that, know. and there's we're gonna that. Have like a third and fourth read through of like, what? We'll come back with just an episode for just things that would we be missed amazing. after yeah. we have the big the reveal Easter egg
1: episode.
2: <laughs> um, so that would take so much reading back through. I know at that point, yeah.
1: But if so we had though. enough time,
2: it wouldn't it wouldn't be a pain to read back through, especially if we're not summarizing the whole thing. We're just pulling out Easter eggs. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, so after Pinky shows up,
1: I loved seeing how much Tora cares about his little bros, um, and how you know, Pinky talks about how they like he's their hero. They all looked up to them. Mm-hmm. And then there is that little there's a little flashback of all the little bros and pinkies yes. like all bloody. Did you notice they're all wearing jackets with the same symbol on the arm?
2: I did. I didn't, I didn't know what the symbol it. was. I, yeah, same.
1: And Unless I did the tiger this, symbol. That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think to compare it but, I didn't either. But I did notice he's smiling the first time. with that blood really? all over him. Yeah. Well, see, my thing was they're all wearing the same jacket with the same symbol on the arm. I wonder if this goes back to like the kings of Aries street
0: mm-hmm. I wonder if they kind of
1: had their own and they talk gang to, within the gang or even maybe before well I guess Tora's been with the Bathumans for a long time but maybe it is kind of a gang within a gang because Tora has his little bros mm-hmm. and I don't know that, that are loyal that to him
2: and not Vincent they ever. don't
1: have the Bathuman crest branded on them no, but the Bathuman crest is for the elite that's true so I think that Torah kind of has his own little subset of people. Mm-hmm. They talk about him being on the streets, and he was like a god when he was on the streets, mm-hmm. but now he's not active anymore. I think there's a lot more going on there. Mm-hmm. I just didn't notice. Well, he the even says it's hard for before. him to keep
2: it all up because yeah. in the next section it gets to more of him internally thinking because it's hard to summarize that he's just thinking yeah. about things that it's like unless you explicitly write it all out yeah. you really can't summarize it and if we write it all out it's just like it's a lot not, of his yeah. insecurities but it's like yeah. him struggling to keep up with it all and mm-hmm. maintaining this and watch out for this and not yeah. alert other clans and mm-hmm. not alert his own clan and he doesn't give himself enough credit he really doesn't yeah. but also um did you notice that Gyu was with yeah, yeah. I didn't recognize the other guy, but he's been in other things with them. So it's I think the, he's just one of the other thuglets. It's Brian. Oh, it is. Yeah, because he has, he has blue white hair. hair. Blue hair. Oh, it's blue. It's like a light blue. Oh, it's, oh. Yeah. it looked white in the thing. I
1: think it was just the lighting. Oh. But I think because he has, he always has the the hat on backwards.
2: Mm. Okay. Yeah. But I was like, Gue? Yeah,
1: I think Gue's <laughs> got a lot more with it. I need like a Gue backstory.
2: Right. That would be amazing. But then I also said I would have loved. Poppy and Tora to share the bed and leave Damien in the guest room, but yeah, Damien would go take the car. He would have totally ended up in the bed with him. <laughs> yeah, he would. He would not have thought about the car until Tora said, "Get out and go to the car."
1: I know. He was like, I'm scared, guys. Can I just stay with you? But <laughs> he were like, dad. snuggled between them. Yeah, because I have a comment too that I think it's so cute how all the little bros want
2: Poppy to like them so mm-hmm. much. Miss Poppy. Really, yeah, it really is like a mom and dad situation. <laughs> also, the matching shirts hmm that kiss on the cheek i'm jumping to 79 yes. no, good um, yes. what did granny need to say yes and then all torah's first committed relationship oh well, yes and, and then, pinky talking with erdine the whole drive home mm-hmm. but poppy was definitely surprised to see torah still waiting for her in the coffee shop which is so cute mm-hmm. i love that he just stayed yeah those are all my for 79 perfect <laughs> and then Seven on 80 I just thought it was sweet how she's so fond of Jacob and Airdeen, and yeah. she values them so much in their friendship, even mm-hmm. though they met because of this job. I um, don't think
1: I ever noticed the first time through that Poppy had picked up on the weirdness with Gil. I, I feel like maybe I just brushed it off, but this I time I I think she felt like something was
2: off, but I didn't realize she knew it was with Gil.
1: Yeah, Same. I figured it was just, like, instability in the company. Like, yeah. she wasn't sure if she's going to... This feels a lot more, like, gill-centered.
2: He's, he's made her uncomfortable. Yeah. And I didn't pick up on that the first time, yeah. too.
1: That was fascinating.
2: Um, and then my last comment for um, when she's, like... When he pulls her into the closet yeah. was... Spicy. <laughs>
1: well, mine was about the same thing. And I was like, this is the moment we have our little fan theory that Quincy's just writing this whole story himself. Because he took that note down forever ago. He's like, office supply closet. Yeah. <laughs> and
2: she's like, Oh, I forgot she used this as a smoking room. Who smokes in a closet? That's not there. No. Well, no- <laughs> like I guess mean, there a window. Yeah, I probably open the window. Probably.
1: episodes 81 through 85. Poppy is a little flustered after Tora tells her that he missed her and has a hard time with being vulnerable. They start kissing and it gets steamy in the supply closet. <laughs> Tora tells her to kick him in the nuts if he's going too fast for her, which helps her feel more comfortable. Tora is very affected throughout this and Poppy is finally starting to realize her own feelings more. But they stop when Poppy gets a little uncomfortable and flirt instead. Quincy and Ardine get done. And start looking for them, and Dora offers to let her exit the supply closet first, and he'll follow later, but Poppy takes a leap and asks him to coffee. They exit together, and Erdine and Quincy call them out for the makeout (laughs) session while they leave for coffee. They flirt and hold hands while walking down the street. We switch over to Pinky and Brian, who are staking out Gil, but there's a gas leak at the conference he's at, and he evades them. We switch to Gil, who has come back to a secret hideout and is talking to who we can assume is his wife's dead body. Maybe we should have put, like, a little warning on this one. We can always put it in the details. That's things. true. Uh, Gil decides to start packing up and steps on a child's toy dinosaur. He thinks that it's something that she lost during the scuffle and that he'll just throw it out with everything else and kicks it away. We switch back to Tora, who is thinking about how he's had to keep his Gil investigation on the DL and is trying to do it his own way. And since he's always worked alone in the past, he's having a hard time with it. As Tora and Poppy flirt and walk, we flash back to when Tora searched Gil's home. Tora heard Gil's wife talking to her pregnant belly, telling the baby that she made it a toy dinosaur, and that Daddy, a.k.a. Gil, would be so happy to find out about them. Tora has a flashback, within his flashback, um, from when he was a child and had a T-Rex toy. We go back to the present with Tora and Poppy at the cafe. Tora gets a text from Pinky telling him that they lost Gil, and he gets lost in his own head and hears his inner voice berating him for screwing up and wasting time with poppy instead of doing the work himself and he loses sight of reality he very brusquely tells poppy that he's picking her up at six uh pays for the coffee tells her not to be late and walks out and the barista asks poppy if she's okay because Tora was pretty harsh poppy nods and leaves as quickly as possible and goes outside to cry we switch over to Tora, who's speeding down the road with a dead look in his eye back to poppy she walks back to the office Um, but I repeated myself a little bit, sits outside and cries, but then she gets herself together and goes back in. Quincy guesses what happened and tries to explain to Poppy unsuccessfully. Poppy thinks about all these things while working and decides to stand up for herself and explain her feelings to Tora when he comes to pick her up later. But when the time comes for Tora to pick her up, Poppy goes to wait outside and Tora never shows up. She tries calling him, but there's no answer. So she continues to wait and call. She decides that he isn't coming and goes towards the bus stop when she has a terrible feeling that something is wrong and begins to worry about him. We switch over to Tora, who is pulled over on a bridge and is staring down at the water. Hugh has tracked Gil, and Tora has spent the evening chasing him around, trying to put a hit on him, but kept missing him. Tora's feeling overwhelmed and defeated and remembers Joe telling him to keep a light on inside so he can find himself and someone else can find him too. Tora starts spiraling and internally fights off Vincent's voice, telling him that he's worthless and a monster. Um, with the good people in his life telling him that he deserves a second chance. He calls out to Poppy for help, and this is the point when Poppy has that terrible feeling that something's wrong with him. He hears her voice in his head, talking him through the panic attack, and he's able to calm himself down. We switch back to Poppy, who is over her bad feeling about Tora and is back to being angry about the way she was treated, and she decides to catch the last bus home instead of continuing to wait for Tora. We switch back to Tora, who realizes the time, and he sees text from someone named Elron, who has been keeping an eye on Poppy for him. And we find out that Poppy is in a cab after missing the bus. He sees the missed calls from Poppy and calls her back, wanting to make sure she's safe. She tells him that she is, that she's in a cab, and hangs up on him. Then Tora <laughs> gets an alert about unusual activity on Poppy's balcony before she's gotten home. Tora tries to figure out who could be on her balcony and decides to drive to her place to make sure that she's safe. We switch back to Poppy, who's in a cab, who feels like she might have been a little harsh with Tora by hanging up, but decides that she'll text him when she gets home to let him know that she wants to talk about it in person instead. Poppy wonders why it's hitting her so hard now, when jewelry has done so much worse to her. Poppy gets home and finds Gyu asleep in the guard shack. She goes inside, and we see a rope coiled up on the roof. Tora calls Gyu again, and then appears at the apartment complex. He wakes Gyu up. Poppy's lights flicker on, then off. And Gyu goes to scan the apartment complex while Tora goes up to Poppy's place. Uh, He sees that it's been ransacked and then sees Poppy tied up on her balcony holding a knife. He thinks encouraging thoughts to Poppy while pulling out his gun but steps on a creaky board. The intruder grabs his rope, climbs off the balcony, and the neighbors see the rope and the burglar
2: while Poppy gets her restraints off
1: the end. It was a good
2: oh. stopping point. It was. For this like podcast episode. Mm-hmm.
1: Very yeah. cliffhanger. I know. Ha ha ha. Well I was counting <laughs> too and I think that there's like 18 episodes left. So it's like if we we could either do two shorter MPL episodes or we could do one longer one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we probably good to do and just yeah. post them on the same day like we did before. That's true. They're two separate episodes. Yeah. Because we've done and that we before, like,
1: anyway. knock it
2: out with one. Because be then that's up. the month, because this is January.
1: Yeah, so it would be February. Supposedly,
2: Lily Yay. Dusk said it's February when it's
1: coming back. so. I can't believe we will have actually caught up by the time it comes back. It makes me so excited. I know, we wanted to, but I didn't think we could do it. I didn't think we could either.
0: Ah, okay,
1: Saturday. episode 81. So I know.
2: Whew.
1: Like my right first comment it. was,
2: We're in the closet. supply Closet! Yeah. We're in the supply closet. Very different tone from the end. My first comment um, was, woo, steamy. And then, so she, my first um, note was, Poppy, thanks, Tora, for missing her. <laughs> um, and then hates work, herself a little for not being able to share her feelings. Yeah. Um, and then Tora asks to kiss Poppy, and they go a-smoochin'.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it was but, so cute just to see how affected he was by her. Mm-hmm.
2: Like, Oh, that was just oh, so good. But then she mentions, please, 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 Tora, say something. Mm-hmm. Please just brush off. <laughs> Let your tiger ego. I said like we were all very thankful for his tiger ego. Yeah, we were. Um, and then she nippled on oh, him. Oh, yeah. That was, whew, getting intense. <laughs> and I put, <laughs> like we all wish. <laughs> ha. Ha, ha. <laughs> But I just love them together.
0: Yeah. And then also,
2: like... Can I look at you? That's yeah. Just, I feel like that's more awkward than, I miss you. Thank you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, like he doesn't know how to Can talk I just look at her? You? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's just... <laughs> Which is almost <laughs> cuter, because then it's like he he has been around the block Mm -hmm. and doesn't even know how to form words but literally just
2: physically been around the block he's not emotionally yeah so it's like he doesn't know how to mm -hmm. be at
1: this point with
2: someone that he genuinely cares about Mm -hmm. and doesn't want to hurt Yeah. wants to protect her from everything yeah um but you're also yours sounded very tame because I was like he has to look at her and she says yes, so he pulls her dress down her shoulders, <laughs> which is what yeah, he did. I was trying to like <laughs>
1: actively edit my notes. I was like, I'm gonna have to
2: read this to a public people, and I was like, mm, I mean, just... if they're reading the comic, That's true. <laughs> <laughs> they're right, they're Mine with us. <laughs> was the sanitized version, and then I said she shortly panics and he respects her need to pull back. Yes, so I just. Because he also told her before, like if you get if it gets too much and you're too mm-hmm. overwhelmed, like let me know. Yeah, well, I think this is the farthest she's gone with anyone before. Uh, I feel like she was probably with jewelry because he would have really hardcore pressured her.
1: Yeah, I guess that's true. But they made such a big deal about her, like saying that she wasn't ready and that
2: they hadn't mm-hmm. done all those things that doesn't mean they didn't do other things that's fair but also she may have loved him then but this is a totally different yes because she's she actually she's cares what he secure thinks. yeah in knowing that He's going to respect what she says, and yeah. he's not going to blow off her concerns or keep pushing her past mm-hmm. what she's comfortable with. And she actually wants this, mm-hmm. too, for the first time. Um, and then, <laughs> I love that their banter, and then yes. Erdine and Quincy can hear Oh my gosh, like, yeah, everything, and then they both but dump at the same yeah. time. And
1: when, I liked when Erdine, like, calls out to Tora as they're leaving that he's walking too fast for Poppy, and he turns everything else out, but at that moment, like, he mm-hmm. stops immediately he's and like, asks all right if I, I have to move yeah. This <laughs> just shows like how much he loves mm-hmm. her and he doesn't even like
2: realize it oh he he's starting to realize it and he's like no crap <laughs> like what poppy said later she yeah.
1: <laughs> this was the most emotional whiplash ending yeah then you go to, like,
2: ever gill Gil, he's talking to his Dead wife. Okay, so oh. when we get into eighty two, here's yes. my comment at the beginning. Yeah. So because Gil was being tailed by Torres' men, mm-hmm. he couldn't get back to take care of his wife's dead body.
1: Mm. That was a much
2: better way of phrasing it. Disgusting. Yeah. yeah, like couldn't get back to dispose of her or whatever, so I that she was feel literally like he's sitting not there. That upset about it. Either. No, he's and talking to it. Right, and she in that flashback with Torres, she oh seemed God. like she thought. He would be so happy.
1: Yeah, he's. She mentioned like we've been waiting for years. But I guess
2: whenever she threatened to go Mm -hmm. and like expose what he did, that that flipped his switch of, well, she's a liability now.
1: And I hate that because she's like literally begging him, and like as she's crying out like, Mm -hmm. please, like get yourself together, make the right decision. Like how much does.
2: She have to love him to still sit there and hope yeah, that he's gonna make the right decision. All the stuff she he's must not done. She must not fully know the extent of how I don't think twisted he is. No. I mean, he as must have been able to cover it up a bit. Yeah. Um but so mm-hmm. that's what, he hadn't gone back because he's been being tailed. And that's why yeah. she smells, because mm-hmm. she's been literally rotting there.
1: Yeah. Ugh. And it's like, like, we all know he mm. faked the gas leak so he could get Hell home yeah. and do that. And this was just such and a And I don't think horrifying. he knew she was pregnant. I don't think so either, because he didn't know what the toy was for. Yeah. She hadn't had time to explain, mm-hmm. which just breaks my heart. I can't even imagine that, like, from your which,
2: perspective, but, like...
1: Oh. I mean, it's deserved
2: on his part because yeah. he doesn't even realize what he's lost out on. Oh, I know. And the fact that Tora knows.
1: I mean, Tora doesn't know what's happened okay. to wife, but he knows so that she's So we're going to
2: skip a bit ahead. Okay. So yes. um, jump ahead about 30 seconds if you don't want a spoiler. <laughs> but when Tora, at the end of this season's mm-hmm. mid-season finale, says, I yeah. killed her, I think this moment where he didn't get her out or mm. didn't take care of Gil before, yeah. like, didn't didn't kill him. Yeah. Because when he had a chance, yeah. That's I didn't why he like the he... first
1: time through that he was trying to shoot guilt. Like that's why he was going around. That's what his bag in the back was mm-hmm. for. I didn't realize the first time yeah. around that he
2: was actively trying but to take so it out on him. Whenever after he snapped at Poppy, yes, you may have to skip another thirty seconds after, <laughs> after he snapped at Poppy. Um, he that's when he was hunting, but she yeah. was already dead by that point. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking if it's he was sitting around waiting too long to yeah. see what they were trying to push Gil to see what he would mm-hmm. do. Like that's what he said when he, why he sent Quincy to the office that day. Yeah. And so if they were trying to push him to see what he would do, think that, and that he didn't do it when he had the chance to, before he knew they yeah. were onto him. That's mm-hmm. why he thinks he killed her. I agree. Yeah. Because they pushed to see his next move mm-hmm. and his next move was to murder his wife.
1: And no one would have ever thought that he would go that no. far. And I don't think Tora honestly but wanted to they don't know kill enough about
2: his motives to know what he's doing yeah. exactly. If he has the notebook and why news. he has it and how he's connected. Yeah, they're just thinking about the notebook right mm-hmm. now. And they don't know he's, like, got all that
1: embezzle y stuff. Yeah. Well, no, I think they do know. Um. Because they talk about that in Quincy's car. Oh, when they, yeah. When they're at the office. I, I think honestly too that Torah doesn't want to be put in the position where he has to kill him. I think he was mm-hmm. trying to put off having to actually the kill least Gil bloodshed, uh, yeah, as long well as
2: possible. Um, okay, end of that. Spoiler free, people. Yeah, you should be good now. <sighs> I think. <laughs> um, so, but this scene is also rough because we have to see, like, whenever. He's snapping at her. We have mm-hmm. to see his, we can see his side. Yeah. And we know, like, how internally he is beating himself up. I, and, and it's, it's like, like, Vincent's Vincent. voice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, jinx. Yes. <laughs> yes. Vincent's voice in his head of, like, calling him a mutt
1: mm-hmm.
2: and all of that. Um, and you
1: can just see, like, with the color change, too, mm-hmm. how he's just oh, flip yeah. switching his I think his that's brain. what I said in my
2: notes. The panel color changes yeah. to yellow. And Tora so goes into his shutdown mafia mode.
1: All in all, this was just a really traumatic episode. Mm-hmm. In like the best way of like it's storytelling, yeah, yeah. Um, it's not just trauma porn, as I think we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. It's genuinely good, but terrible.
2: <laughs> it's what's progressing the story, and it's making sense for characters. It's yeah. following characters. So it's not just throwing stuff in just for yeah. whatever.
1: So in episode eighty three. I appreciate that Quincy tried to help, but I feel like he really wasn't very helpful
2: here at all. Um, Poppy already knew all of that. Mm-hmm. She already knew... I think she knows his more job than Quincy knows Foucault. that
1: she knows. Yeah,
2: yeah. I don't think he fully realizes how much she's just intuitively understood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... Quincy would not have been Quincy if he didn't try to like try to yeah try to jokingly help smooth things over because yeah. that's how he's been wingman in the entire time. Yeah. Although I was surprised. I remember being surprised the first time and when with this read through mm-hmm. um that he was setting them up for just like
1: a lusty yeah. one night
2: stand. I was like, I didn't gather. That. And maybe it's I because I would read it on um, Discover when mm. it was Discover. Yeah. Maybe because I had some of the more backstory stuff. Mm. Like, I wasn't. It's like, knowing the backstory,
1: it makes sense. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I definitely thought. Whenever you think of setting someone up, you think about a relationship. At least in our lives. You know, maybe it's different for people. I think it's different
2: with them because yeah. Quincy's are pretty much all just hookups. I mean, he's Veronica erotica writer, so. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> he was thinking the lusty thoughts. <laughs> um, and I like that Poppy is trying to understand him, but is not excusing his behavior. Like, she's yes. standing up for him, herself. Yes. She's understanding that he's got stuff he's working through, mm-hmm. but that doesn't give him the right to lash out at her like that. Yes.
1: And she wants to discuss it with him in mm-hmm. person, like, let's talk this through, and I want to tell you how I feel about it. So good
2: exactly so I have yawning. <laughs> um and i found it interesting that her heart was pounding mm-hmm. she linked it to tora mm-hmm. not herself i remember that was her in... first thought of what's happened yeah. with tora
1: in one of the story tinker podcast episodes they talk about i don't know if this is like a patreon thing that lily said something but apparently she's talked about how there is like a supernatural element kind of in her work and i didn't
2: realize it could be kind of like the narin stuff like the the gut feelings the and i
1: think that's what ghosts. it is yeah they originally talked about it when quince not quincy when tora was talking with Gyu, and they're like talking about Gyu's backstory a little bit mm-hmm. and um tora goes off and is there's still like the conversation with you and they thought that it was kind of like Tora's still talking to you as he walks away. Kind of that supernatural element. I thought mm-hmm. it was Tora just like remembering their conversation. So I don't know. But I do think that this whole gut feeling mm-hmm. connecting it to Tora and at the same time Tora is calling after her for help. the supernatural
2: element is like a soulmate type of thing.
1: I could see that. I mean I, I do believe that you do get a gut feeling when something bad happens sometimes. like mm-hmm. I've had that
2: happen. Um, My problem is the I get gut feelings when nothing's wrong. And when I feel nothing, that's when the things are wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Anxiety. (laughs) Yeah. Because every time there's been something tragic Mm -hmm. to happen. Yeah. I have, like, I've not had any inkling that it was going to happen. Yeah. Or I've been like, everything's going to be fine. This is Mm -hmm. not what's just happened. Yeah. We're going to get to the hospital and they're going to be fine. Mm -hmm. They're going to be... Have maybe a little beat up, but they're fine. Yeah. And then That's they're not. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But just like, he just needs a hug. I know. I but, love going back and like
1: hearing this constant theme of Joe's voice in mm-hmm. Taurus had the like light keep in the dark. a light on. Keep a light on. Like, someone's going to find you.
2: This was the other thing I noticed. So, in. 83 mm-hmm. she's like I have this overwhelming feeling of dread and it was a couple of panels yeah and we get to 84 and it is multiple panels of mm-hmm. Taurus spiraling yeah and sinking deeper and deeper into this like anxious depressive mm-hmm. panic yeah spiral um that it's hard to break out of mm-hmm. um and then we jump to Poppy yeah and we see her say as soon as that feeling of dread came over me it mm-hmm. was gone mm-hmm and I was just angry at what he had done again, yeah. and I just noticed it was different with the time, mm-hmm. and that Poppy had that feeling of dread, and it was probably closer to what actual time was, but for mm-hmm. Tora, it felt like forever. Oh, and that's it was good such point. this long, yeah, time of mentally, yeah. where he stuck, and it feels like forever, but it could have just been literally just a minute. Well, my theory was
1: that it really did take that long because he lost hours of time.
2: Well, I'm meaning but, that specific moment when she had that feeling so, of dread and he yeah, was at the edge of the bridge. I think that that's when
1: he called out to her for help. I think mm-hmm. that's when she got the bad feeling for yeah. that one little moment, and then he sees the light. Because that was when he it was at, at the
2: lowest her. point. Yeah. 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 That's why I think, because he had been spiraling for a while, but mm-hmm. that that point right there where it was so many panels of him hearing all these voices and all of that, that was just from that one scene. Mm -hmm. That's what I was like, That's an interesting and like perspective for how it feels for someone in that moment versus how it is for someone trying to help someone through it. It was so well done. Mm -hmm. So well written. Um, and then I think it's sweet that he had people following her. I know because <laughs> he wants to be sure she's safe. And he wasn't even upset good reason. that she. He had a bunch of
1: missed calls from her. He's like, "Oh, I deserved it." He's like, "If I was in this one, like, I would have been so much more angry." He was like, "She and let me off easy." Her phone up. Yeah. yeah, and well, so well, he, I thought that was
2: precious. I think whenever he saw that he only had three, he was like, "Oh man, she's really bad." Yeah, I know. <laughs> she quit calling fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. And then only Torah would imagine himself as a rooster. I know. And then
1: he's like <laughs> laughing at himself and getting out of that
2: panic he's, state. he's back in that, like, she's with him.
1: Yeah. And that's the best Torah mm-hmm. there is.
2: Okay. And this is where I noticed in 85, there's a rope on the roof. Yeah. I totally did not that. I no, yeah. was like, okay, another panel of the roof. What's the point? Yeah. There's a rope. Yes. I'm <laughs> so glad that we noticed that this time. And I love that they're both making plans to talk with each other. Yes. They're both individually, without any influence from the other, thinking, okay, I'm going to get mm-hmm. home. I'm going to get myself calmed down before yeah. I say something that I will regret because mm-hmm. I'm just mad. Yeah. And then I'm going to text him and ask to talk in person. Yeah. Although she doesn't get the opportunity because he's just there. I love, <laughs> <her> yeah. <laughs> well, um, too,
1: that Torah is concerned enough with Poppy's safety and loves her enough mm-hmm. that he doesn't even mind that she's mad at him. He doesn't care that's not a factor
2: into any consideration yeah, he's he thinks make he sure, fully deserved it
1: yeah and he's going to make sure she's safe
2: he doesn't even remember what he said so I mean yeah. he's like oh, yeah, I probably did yeah. deserve it which
1: is just so good he's mm-hmm. not taking the petty parts of this relationship of like well I'm not going to check in on you even though I'm worried about your safety because mm-hmm. you're mad at me which Jory right. totally would have done I
2: mean I'd be like well you're the one that made me feel this way Yeah, he would have gaslit her so hard
1: my last comment was that I feel like it's such a difference, too, between Jewelry and Torah, or just how Tora grew up when Tora's in her apartment. He sees her on the balcony. She's got a knife. And the entire time, he's thinking, like,
2: good job. Good job. Like, all these You've encouraging saved time. thoughts. Like, sweetheart, mm-hmm. like,
1: you're doing the best you can. Like, I was like, this mm-hmm. is such a reflection of who he really is mm-hmm. that he sees one of the but people under his protection in the he situation. He hates that she's and, in this. Yeah. But he's actively, like building he's only gonna tell her good things yeah whereas like before vincent was like you stupid mutt like do why didn't you disable them yourself (laughs) you should have done this you should have already checked on her Mm -hmm. you know it's
2: but she like actually got a cut in so Mm -hmm. it makes me wonder if like he had knocked her out and wrote and like gagged her and tied her hands yeah and then she came to or something and somehow was able because she had the knife in her bound hands
1: so explain how explain the ninth nice get...
2: thing in the next episode. Okay. Yeah. I, I remember them I calling remember. it out
1: because Tor asks her.
2: Oh, yeah. okay. So then we'll address that next episode. Perfect.
1: <laughs> thank Such you. Such a good clank. Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening through our MPL episode this week. We're so glad you joined us. Uh, and we will see you again next week to talk about. Congrats! Yay! Episode five. Yeah. Wait, is it? Mm hmm. Oh, yeah, because we're recording six. What? Wait. We talked about. <laughs> we were going <laughs> no, we're... to record the sixth episode today, right?
2: No, it's episode, it's episode we're... five. We're a month in.
1: We'll figure it out. We'll oh, see you next you week. <laughs>